Welcome back to IB Matters. This is the sponsored episode and serves as the launch of a new partnership between MNIB and Cognity, an excellent online platform for teaching and learning that provides real-time resources for IB students and teachers. Today, we speak with Karen Beardy, the Head of Strategic Growth for Cognity, as she tells us about the many ways Cognity supports teachers and students in the IB program. Welcome to IB Matters, a podcast for those who currently teach, lead, attend, or are interested in international baccalaureate IB schools. Hi, and welcome to IB Matters, a special podcast today featuring Cognity. And we're here with uh, Karen Beardy. Uh, and Karen, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. That's great. And she's speaking to us from Sweden, so uh, where is, which is where she lives. Why don't you tell us your, your role at Cognity and uh, kind of just tell us all about your, your work. Yeah, so I'm head of strategic growth, which uh, I find a bit to be an oxymoron because all work and all growth should be strategic, at least in our world. (laughs) But um, I'm really responsible for making sure that the long-term vision and reach of Cognity is as successful as possible. And really what we as a company have set out to do is to radically improve the learning for the world's 1.5 billion school students. And um, the first step that we've started to do that with is through the IB. (laughs) Uh, So our work is very much IB led and IB started. But then of course the vision is to go very much into both and national curriculum, but also into developing nations, particularly in Southeast Asia or Sub-Saharan Africa, to provide excellent educational resources there as well. That's neat. Yeah, I know when I first met uh, met you and, and was aware of Cognity, it was, I think, am I correct, was it exclusively an IB platform at that time? That's correct, yeah. So Cognity actually started as a CAS project many, many years ago. So we were born through the IB. Most of us are IB alumni. I myself went to Shanghai American School many years ago. And so it, Cognity really grew from us wanting to have better resources as IB students. Uh, so we partnered with the International School of Geneva, the, the founding school of the IB. And we spent a couple of years with them uh, trying to figure out what is a resource that really would be impactful and useful for both IB teachers and students. And it was from that discussion and then product development that Cognity grew out from. So it is very much an IB-led and IB-born company and product, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and kudos to you to to take that more broadly because in fact that is the way IB students are expected to act is that they should take uh, an original idea and look for ways to improve the world. Yeah, no, exactly, and I think that's exactly what we want to set out. I think the IB equips you with such a great global perspective uh, and a, a mindset and the ethos of of giving back as well and making the best uh, of what you are given and and the opportunities you're granted. And I think that's definitely the ethos that we have at the company that we're trying to give back. Uh, we believe that there is no more important scaling challenge in the world than that of supplying quality education to the world's students. But the macroeconomics, if you put it that way, of education is just not very supportive at the moment. You have roughly 850 million more students coming into education by 2030. And to support that, you'd need an additional 67 million teachers educated globally. (laughs) And that's just assuming that status quo of teaching stays the same. Whereas The Guardian in the UK posted a study last year year where they've asked UK secondary teachers, how many of you are considering leaving your profession within 12 months? 
and 80% 80 said that they are considering that because of workload. And that's, of course, something that, I mean, I think IB teachers are, uh, they have a slightly better situation, but we speak to teachers all the time about how stressed they are, how far removed they are from teaching. Uh, and so what we see really is that it's, it's our responsibility to try to, through technology, help um, really scale quality education, uh, one teacher and one student at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I think anyone who's in education realizes that it is changing and and needs mm-hmm. to change in some ways. Yeah. And Cognitive provides one of those uh, platforms that I think will will serve people well in the future. And I think I mean I think you're correct in the saying that it needs to change because when we talk to teachers, you know, so many of them feel removed from why they enter the profession. So you know, most teachers enter the profession because they're great people who want to help young people uh, find their way and, and maximize um, their learning journey and, and, and really be there for the student, for the individual. But there's so much that has been added on to the teacher role. Uh, with admin and, and marking and uh, all those things that come with it. Now, you know, there was an OECD report that showed that only 50% of the teacher's time is spent teaching. Right. And we always talk about that there is lack of resources in education, and there really is. But I think that one of the things that is happening that's the worst is that, you know, the teacher is being mismanaged or misused. It's the most important resource in the school, and they're not being allowed to really do what they should be doing. So when teachers ask... You know, are you tr- are you trying to replace me through technology? I always say no. I'm trying to make you irreplaceable by really bringing the teacher back to the forefront of the classroom and to really becoming that guide and that mentor for the student again. That they really enter the classroom to be not an administrator or marker of homework, for example. So right. that's really how we try to see it. <laughs> yeah. No. And and I I spent 37 years in the classroom and I and and. I in my career I I saw a change completely from exactly illustrating what you're talking about. We had uh, lots and lots of support for our department mm-hmm. at the time, and and all that support disappeared in that time, and it was left to the teacher to do every single job related to education, from cleaning up to organizing to um, shifting furniture. <laughs> No, and and so I think that's why when we talk about wanting to give back, that's really what we want to give back. (laughs) We want to give back time. We want to give back the teacher to the classroom in that sense. We want to give back the student uh, the sort of the inspiration again, because there's also this big trend happening that students don't really find a classroom or a school environment that inspiring anymore. There's so many different avenues that a, that a learning process takes place nowadays versus before, you know, if you go back 50, 60 years, the classroom was very much designed the same way as it is now. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was very much with the teacher led focus of the teacher giving out facts or theories or, uh, or, or curriculum led uh, teaching and then having the student go back home and do homework, et cetera. And, And that's still the way it is. But today, if you look at how students, learn there's so many forums and platforms for example um 20 of all viewings on youtube have something to do with learning mm-hmm. now that's anything from how do i apply mascara like kim kardashian does which might not be <laughs> as relevant <laughs> yeah. to uh, how do i uh, fix um the, the this this part of my car to how do i solve this equation so the, learning is taking place in so many different forums that's not controlled by the, the teacher nowadays and also mm-hmm. it's probably not as inspiring for a student if they're if they're they're living in a digital age and they are used to being engaged uh, through many different forums uh, mm-hmm. and that's just not being incorporated in the classroom 
sufficiently, in our opinion. So we also want to make that the school a creative place. There's a reason the number one watched TED Talk is um, Sir Ken Robinson's on why schools kill creativity, you know? So if we can bring that back as well and bring back creativity and help the teacher once again become that focal point, I think there's a lot that can be done. Great. So why don't you go ahead and tell us how you do that? How does Cognitive serve those needs as you've just described? Yeah, so what we really try to do is to solve four key classroom challenges. So we try to firstly help with student engagement that we just talked about. So uh, we really try to make learning and uh, fun and engaging. And the second thing we try to do is we help with student retention, knowledge retention. As you know, in the IB, there's so much curriculum and so much material to get through that's quite hard for students to manage this. And so we try to help them with uh, self-management, with becoming their own masters over their own learning journey, etc., and, and really give back control and confidence to the students. Um, we, for the teachers, we really try to help reduce their workload drastically by doing a lot of the admin things that you've that we've talked about before. And uh, finally, we we also want to help teachers with differentiated teaching, which is a pinnacle of great teaching, but it's very hard to implement in, in theory. So Definitely. these are really the, the challenges that we're solving. Now, how we've set about to do this is that we've created intelligent textbooks uh, specifically for the IB uh, and specifically the IB diploma program. Now, what these are, I would almost classify it as a learning platform with three components. Uh, the first component is curriculum aligned textbook content. So we are a publisher, just like Pearson or OUP, for example, but our content is written specifically for Cognitive's platform and it's designed to be interactive and engaging. So it has not just text, but videos, animations, 3D graphs, interactive charts that the students can engage with, um, TED Talks, all those kinds of things to bring learning and to bring that engaging learning journey into, into the classroom and to the curriculum. Um, The second component is a student practice center, which really enables the student to practice based on their own needs. The students can identify their uh, strengths and weaknesses for each part of the syllabus, um, and they're then allowed to take tests or take quizzes and exams based on what their needs are. So it means that they can much more effectively leverage their time uh, and to incorporate learning theories like spaced learning, where you're supposed to not study one topic intensely for a very short period of time, right. but rather space it out. So we help them manage that process and identify what should I be spending my time on today. And then lastly, we also have a teacher platform, which is a combination of showing the teachers, first of all, what each student knows and does not understand so that they're able to differentiate their teaching. Um, They're able to identify for each part of the IB syllabus, what do my students understand and what do I need to focus my time on? So you really identify the needs of the student. And that's very important because um, Graham Nuttall's research has shown that 50% of what is taught in the classroom, students already know. Mm -hmm. So what we talk about not leveraging the teacher, that's a big one. So if we can help teachers identify what 50% each student knows, that's a very important first step towards differentiated teaching. And the last component of that teacher platform then is is assignments. So we've basically created formative assessment that's built into the platform so that the teachers are able to send 
uh, ongoing assignments that are automatically marked for them. There's no admin to be done, anything like that. Uh, it's just there as a tool for them to assess with their students' knowledge, send extra homework or assignments for students who are falling behind, and really to leverage that and bring it forward to help that differentiation aspect. And of course, reducing the workload. Mm-hmm. So that's a one-stop shop pro- uh, product, really, that we try to uh, create for the students and teachers to engage their uh, students better and help with the learning journey for both teachers and students. Yeah, and you mentioned this was IB focused. Where are you getting your authors? Are they where the where's yeah. the content coming from? So, we, like I said, we're on a publisher, um, and the great thing about Cognity is that the content is continuously updated. So instead of having uh, editions like you have with printed textbooks, so second, third, fourth edition, we don't have that. We have one continuous edition that literally every single day is being worked on. So we have for each textbook anything between four and ten authors working at any point in time to ensure that we're able to deliver updated content quickly. For example, when the new math curriculum or uh, science curriculums come out, we're very, very quick to the market. But first, mainly, we can also update it. So that means right. that you, you get that automatically um, up-to-date information based on the latest uh, exam boards or syllabus reviews or whatever it is. Um, but for those authors, uh, we recruit them through the author networks that exist. Uh, we work with IB examiners, chief examiners, um, curriculum designers. We also try to work very closely with the IB itself. We are global sponsors of the IB, so we try to work with them as, as closely as possible when it comes to designing curriculum and um, content on time in a high-quality fashion. But -hmm. what's interesting is actually a lot of the teachers who use us end up writing to us and saying, hi, I really love what you're doing. Is there any way I can contribute? (laughs) So we have a lot of teachers around the world who contribute in either big or small ways, anything from writing parts of of the book to creating questions or um, vetting feedback that comes in from other users, for example. So it's a really community-led project and product, I would say, that's based on user feedback. Then there is an automated feedback button in, in the content and the platform. So if you find a mistake, um, you just email our team directly. They get back to you within 24 hours normally. And if it's a mistake, we literally just update that straight away and say, thank you very much for yeah. uh, highlighting it. And if it's a longer discussion, we have that with you. But it means that the users, i.e. teachers and students, are the key providers of feedback to ensure that we're relevant yeah. and of high quality. I'm sure you get some good assessment examples uh, from those those practitioners that are reading or using your your platform. Yeah, um, we do. So, yeah, go, Sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask, you mentioned around the world several times. Um, so this is available worldwide. Are there other languages other than English that it's available in? No, so it's only in English. Right but now, because okay. of the platform, uh, Google Translate plugs in and works remarkably well <laughs> so sure. it it uh, automatically translates all the text to whatever language you say so it's not a hundred percent right but yeah. we have a lot of schools in latin america for example who use cognity and then google translate to give a much better version of it at least than you would with a printed textbook that's mm-hmm. also something that some of the french schools in, in canada for example are exploring now because it's quite difficult to get good ib material in french um mm-hmm. but we do serve a very global base so right now uh, there are schools in over 100 countries using Cognity. Almost 20% of all IB schools globally uh, have uh, access to Cognity. So in four years that we've been around, we've been able to grow our impacts and our, our reach very quickly. And that's, of course, so important because it means we can collect feedback and 
uh, usage requests or uh, feature questions that they want us to develop really in a global way, meaning that we cater to that wider audience, not just a particular region or, or, or similar. And that's very important in a global education system like the IB. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, so what uh, I know here in Minnesota, we are, in fact, I'm planning to um, combine the launch of this podcast with um, an announcement that we are now partners with you. What are the uh, ways in which you are connecting with uh, uh, organizations, global organizations or local organizations to bring IB to schools? Yeah, bring cog- so, excuse me, to bring Cognity to schools. Well, first of all, we are, like I said, global sponsors of the IB. And that's very important because it means that we help sponsor a lot of the conferences so that we're there to uh, give uh, expo sessions, be able to give advice, to really showcase what the product can do. We often have uh, schools who already use us uh, really give that advice to other schools because let's face it, teachers trust teachers as they should. Uh, so we spend a lot of time in the official IB settings. Um, but apart from that, we also try to sponsor associations like yourselves. So we're, we're sponsoring and partnering with uh, California and Texas IB schools, uh, yourselves as well. And I think that having that partnership really goes a long way because we want to figure out how to best serve the communities and each community has their own needs and their own um, requirements and, and challenges when it comes to delivering high quality IB education. It's not just about delivering cognitive, but we, we strongly believe that because we were IB students ourselves, right. cognitive would have made our life easier. So we want to make uh, cognitive access as equitable as possible. So we try to work with associations in bringing, uh, in, in terms of figuring out what makes the most sense for the association's members um, and figuring out how we best can help your organizations serve your schools and, and help the reach of IB as well. So it's quite multifaceted, uh, our engagement and commitment to the IB, but uh, the conferences in various formats are the best way we found so far to reach out to a wider scale and be able to really drive the questions and and. and and be able to figure out how to best service the IB community. Mm-hmm. So according to our data for our podcast, we're here, we've been heard in over 80 countries, so we're not quite up to your 100. <laughs> uh, but, but if folks are listening and are thinking, oh, you know, this sounds like something we could do in our school or like to try, uh, why don't you tell us how you get more information, how to try Cogniti, um, and then where to get, like I said, we'll, we'll definitely put things in our podcast notes with links, yeah. but uh, I'm sure you'll have very robust uh, um, support on your own website as well. Yeah, so I would really recommend everyone to go to our website, www.cognity.com, where you have all the information about our subject offerings, uh, testimonials from user schools, uh, a Q&A session, etc. So there's a lot of information there. But what I'd recommend for all schools is to try us out. We have a um, we have a trial setup whereby for a small setup fee, you are able to get full access to Cognity for both students and teachers before you commit to buying anything because we want to ensure that it actually brings value to the school and not is just not an, yet another thing that uh, school management buys or that is bought but not implemented, for example. So uh, during this trial period, you get full access to everything. We do trainings for both students and teachers to ensure that everyone knows not just how to use it, but also how to get most value from it. 
And after that trial period ends, then um, you decide if you want to continue with cognitive and in what capacity. So certain subjects or all subjects, for example. And then is when you, you really get that, start to get that full experience. But we, we really recommend schools try us first because... Mm-hmm. Schools are in different phases. Schools have different needs. And we want to ensure that we provide value with what we do. And all that information, you can request a demo uh, and also a trial on the website. So just get in touch with us and, and we can help you out straight away. Yeah. So not to give away the, the whole thing because they can find out this information. But what in general, what is kind of the, the, um, the model for a student's engagement? Or I mean, a school's engagement, there, is there a subscription? Is it per, mm-hmm. per book, per student? Yep. So it's a per student subscription. So uh, it's based on on 24 months access. So it covers a full uh, IB diploma experience for the students. So they have access continuously throughout the years. Uh, And then it really depends on exactly what you say. If you just take one subject, for example, or what most schools tend to do is to buy the bundle, which is economically better, but also it means that you get wire uh, um, implementation with multi-subjects. So we cover groups three, four, and five in the IB. So you can then cover almost all subjects in, in those um, parts of the IB, and therefore you get deeper engagement and commitment. But it really depends on the needs of the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just for those listening, the three, four, five would be like the um, individuals and societies, which is like the history group. Um, four is exactly. the sciences, mm-hmm. five is the maths. So um, yeah, those are some big ones that, that uh, online support would be very, very helpful for. Yes. Yeah. yeah, especially the sciences, you have a lot of great things where you can, we've built in 3D animations of cells, for example. So instead of reading about a cell, which can be quite vague, uh-huh. uh, you actually see the model of a cell and you can dig into it and zoom in and you can play around and twist and turn it. So it becomes much more fun. Yeah. I love playing around with those because it's just more engaging than yeah. reading a text about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. As a science teacher, I, I can appreciate that for sure. Um, yeah. Do you have, if I'm not mistaken, you have some plans to work with the core a little bit with TOK or the those things coming? Yes, we have published TOK as well. Okay. And the TOK book is really appreciated because a lot of students, or sorry, a lot of teachers struggled to incorporate TOK teaching into their teaching. So yeah. we've done two things. One is we published a TOK specific book and that one is extremely interactive. We've tried to add as many videos and things like that as possible to capture the more discussion nature uh, of that subject. So that one we get a lot of good p- feedback on. But mm-hmm. what we've also done is that we've ensured that we've incorporated theory of knowledge, nature of science, international mindedness, all these things into all the other books as well as, uh, for each chapter, basically, so that we give tips to the teachers and students. Ah, here's where you can think about international mindedness, for example, uh, and incorporate that ongoingly into the teaching as well, apart from just having a specific book for it. Well, that's excellent because the the you know the subject centered teacher is often diff, you know scratching to try to find those connections that are required, especially the TOK connections in their subject area, yes. and having that built into this uh, platform is great. Um, also, the idea that a TOK um, quote unquote textbook in your platform would be essentially live in many ways. So I'm sure mm-hmm. you're you can react to current events and things that are going on and exactly the and, updates. And- 
Yeah, and that's so important in places like you know economics or business management where you cannot be working with four or five-year-old statistics. How are right. you going to equip students in, in a good way with that? So we update the case studies and statistics and links to external sources. You know, we can link to the uh, to the to various uh, official sources for these stats externally as well, so that it, it just makes the whole experience much more up-to-date and live, which once again is what students are. They're simply used to it because that's the way the rest of their lives is so we hopefully give them an experience that is relevant to their current uh, and world society and surroundings yeah for sure well is there anything else that you would like to share before we sign off karen I don't think so. I think the best opportunity is just to try it. We have gathered lots and lots of testimonials and, and user feedback in cases from schools around the world. So if you want to read what your peers are saying about it, then please do get in touch because we were happy to share it. We were, <laughs> as a sweet example, we were sent a picture and a letter from a school in Peru a couple of weeks ago where the school uh, was struggling to pay for for community, and um, the, the students sent us a picture where every single student in the school was in the picture. They ha- they had hand written a sign that had Cognity and their school name, and then each student had signed a letter saying, "Please help us try to get Cognity back in the classroom because it's really what's helped us as a fairly new IB school to to manage the IB program and to get through it. So anything you can do to help, we we would be grateful. Um, and of course, we got back to them as company we're working out a solution and they now have access again to cognitive but it's stories like that that make us that sort of give us the confidence that yes we're doing something good in the world we're we're really impacting student lives and at the end of the day that's what matters so please do get in touch with us and and talk with us because it's it's a fairly straightforward process to to get set up and hopefully the impacts and the benefits can be enormous Yes, and I've, I've seen that in the short time, like you said, only four years, you've mm. you've uh, had exponential growth and exponential impact, I believe. And so congratulations to you and the whole team. And uh, thank, thank you, you for spending time with us today. Of course. And thank you so much, John, for hosting this podcast. I think it's great to have this, uh, this forum for, for IB Matters. Good. Well, thanks. Thank you. You can learn more about Cognity at Cognity.com or by using links in our podcast notes. If you are interested in joining Cognity as an IB Matters podcast sponsor, contact us at ibmatters at mnibschools.org. Follow us on Twitter at MattersIB. Also help us spread the word about IB by liking and sharing the IB Matters links in your own feeds and social networks. In very little time, we've already been heard in over 80 countries, a testament to the global reach of the IB.